Welcome back, everyone, to the seventh episode. I said seventh last week because I'm a clown. Um, but this is actually the seventh episode of the Gaia podcast. As per usual, this episode is sponsored by the Mother Gaia merch store. Keep an eye on it, particularly for today, because there's going to be something coming out within the next couple hours. Go check it out. That that means that it's it would be the 25th of October, not like if you're listening to this like two years later. Sorry, it's already up there. Um, <laughs> but go check it out, www.redbubble.com slash people slash Mother Gaia. We have a very special guest today. It is spooky season, so I thought that I would bring on a good friend of mine who also is crafty in the arts of Wicca. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Diana, and, and you're I a guess witch. I'm a witch. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm really happy that you're here because I have always been fascinated by Wicca and witchcraft and mm-hmm. I, I know that there's like a a lot of um, misconceptions about like di- like what Wicca is and witchcraft and paganism mm-hmm. and how, what part of that like links together and what's different. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are what are some of the tell me about your understanding of Wicca? My understanding of Wicca as it stands is um, it's a some people embrace it as a religion, other people embrace it as more of a life philosophy. Uh, but whatever way you do it, it centers around um, just worship of of nature, of this planet that we're on, and that we all have to share. Oh, so um, I'm the deity. You are actually, yes. <laughs> um, which is why I really love a lot of the conservation efforts that you make with oh, thank your you. Twitter and thank with you. your podcast. I appreciate constantly that. Plugging that, like, so that actually does tie into it. Oh, cool. Well, this enough. is this is even more like related to this podcast and my character than I was expecting. Yes, that's perfect. Um, what are what are some common misconceptions of Wicca? Uh. One of the most common misconceptions, people conflate it with witchcraft a lot, and the two are different. They are often linked, like I personally identify with both, I do both, but um, whereas Wicca is the more religious-ish side of it, which is about, you know, celebrating the earth and celebrating uh, the natural spiritual power that you have within yourself, witchcraft is focused more on harnessing that through, whether it be like rituals, um, spells, herbalism what have you some people you know include tarot in that category i personally do okay um but a lot of people just think that it's the same thing so at first uh i first got started off in wicca and my mom thought that that was like witchcraft and she's like are you doing spells in your room and i had to be like no mom until one day she was like so are you doing spells in your room and i had to be like yes mom don't come in it's just lighting some candles and doing some stuff it's fine That's awesome. So, what was uh, what was what's your goal with it? Like, why 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 did you like what inspired you to become involved in? Like, what's your long time goal I for it? I have only been on this path for I guess it's been a little bit less than a year now. Okay. Um, I was inspired by two of my close friends from home, okay. uh, Hannah and Kylie, and I actually have matching tattoos with the two of them, which oh. is very fun. Shout out to them. Um, yes, if Hannah listening. and Kylie. 
Hannah and now Kylie. Now I have to send this to them. Yeah, of and course. And be like, guys, listen. Good. Um, always share. Always share this podcast with your friends. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I've been plugging your Twitter like crazy lately. I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but the two of them are very heavily involved in the craft, uh, specifically because they both have had like supernatural experiences. Uh, mm-hmm. Hannah lives in a haunted house, and I me out every time I talk about it it's terrifying she has some stories um (laughs) but the two of them really sort of piqued my interest Mm -hmm. and then from there I just kind of kept going and kept you know doing my own research and for me it really one of the sort of core tenets of a lot of Wicca and a lot of witchcraft is that all of this all of the things that you are supposedly doing with spells and rituals and what have you Mm -hmm. you are speaking that into existence you are willing that into being and I think that there's something really really powerful about that I think that you know as a as a queer woman I think that a lot of what we have to do is sort of speak everything that you want into existence because otherwise you're not going to get it yeah and so that is sort of I guess that sort of is my goal is to you know make sure that I'm staying aware of myself make sure that I'm staying aware of the world around me especially because climate change is gonna kill all of us Mm -hmm. and pollution is crazy Yes, definitely. Yeah, so it's about sort of improving my relationship with the earth and sort of trying to put good karma out there. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So I have... uh, I'm I'm starting a new section. Mm -hmm. um, And it's called Questions from the Community. And the reason that I wanted to start this was because I just had my community of 11,000 people all come together and vote on what they wanted to be called. Mm-hmm. And the number one voted thing was parasites. And I feel like that's just a little aggressive. Just a little bit. I don't think I voted for parasites. I think yeah. I voted for something else. <laughs> so I decided that I would morph it a little bit and call them the pretty parasites. Okay. That's so cute. I, I like that. Um, so this these are questions from the pretty parasites. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first being, what is the worst spell or a spell that you absolutely would not recommend? That is from at Atomic underscore Maria on Twitter. Okay, well, Atomic Maria. Um, <laughs> I don't have like a specific spell in mind, but especially for beginners, I would not recommend at all getting into any sort of spell or ritual that is wishing harm on another person. That's smart. Because... Um, one of um, another tenant of like Wicca and witchcraft is that you're gonna get out of it whatever you put into it, ah, and so karma. oftentimes it, it, it yeah it's karma. So whatever you're putting into this is what's gonna come back to you, and there mm. might also be unintended side effects or consequences of those spells. Right. Um, is that I, why witches in movies always end up burning because they're like brewing yes. potions to do bad on the townspeople and yes. Then, they end up being the ones on the stake. Yes. Ah. Narratively, they must suffer, but in real life, also, um, it will probably wind up creating more issues than it solves. Right. And yeah, also, that's just mean. It is. Don't be mean. Don't hurt people. Try not to be a dick. That <laughs> Try is not a to big be bad. part of Wicca. Just don't be mean to people. <laughs> if someone's being mean to you, there are steps that you can take without trying to hex them. That's, like, that's, a good, that's good advice. Don't don't hex people please don't i mean if, if you like really want to i guess you can like i can't <laughs> stop you from hexing somebody but just be prepared for consequences yeah that also makes sense. uh anything that uh requires you 
any basically blood magic or anything like that don't mess with that i don't even look into that because i don't want to know because I, I would probably be tempted to do it just to see what would happen and i don't want to do it because <laughs> i have seen way too many horror movies and i'm smarter than that yeah don't so, do blood magic there's a there's a not. there's a mod on minecraft that you can do blood magic in so just keep I mean, keep your blood magic to minecraft yeah. do it do it in <laughs> minecraft but please leave it there yeah <laughs> All right. So the next question is: Can you li- can you rig the lottery in my favor from at Jen eight five nine zero? Jen, if I could rig the lottery in anybody's favor, I would not be here right now. <laughs> I would be on a yacht in Costa Rica. I would not be that, here. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Good guy. I I mean, I don't know. I know that there are spells and rituals you can do to like improve your luck. Mm-hmm. So if you want to try a couple of those out and then try to enter the lottery go for it but in terms of guaranteed success i got nothing i wonder if there's any people that have won the lottery that attribute it to like like enchanting crystals and uh like rituals and stuff like that i bet there are that would actually that's interesting somebody go look that up someone look it up please (laughs) because i i there probably is someone out there Probably. I mean, how long has how long has the lottery been around? Like since the creation of the country? Yeah, or pretty much. Maybe. So go. Someone find that information for me. Um, <laughs> the next question I think is really interesting. It's from at class followers, mm-hmm. and it is: What is your opinion on the stereotypical witch costume for Halloween? You know, the green skin, the big nose, moles everywhere. I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, I, I've dressed up as that in the past. I mean, it just, I, I really don't have a problem with people, like, dressing up as a witch for Halloween. Because, okay. honestly, I, I understand that, like, the witch as a pop culture figure versus witchcraft and Wicca, like, they're two different things. Right. And also, I'm speaking here from my own personal experiences as a middle-class white woman living in the north um, who has only gotten into this for like less than a year but I have never experienced religion religious oppression for witchcraft I think it's because a lot of people think that it has died out and people don't really pay attention really to pay much. attention to it okay. um, so I don't have a problem with it I don't see the harm that's fair yeah, I think not that, really... that's, an, that's an interesting take on it because I know that there are I, I've personally met people that are like oh don't like when I when like I was talking to someone they were like and I was talking about doing this interview mm-hmm. and they were like oh be careful you don't want to mess around with that stuff that's dangerous <laughs> and I'm like eh. I mean I, I mean it can be it can be I, I and I per, as a human being I like it when people think of me as dangerous but I am really not um yeah that yeah know. it's just I don't know do whatever have fun with it it's Halloween I mean it's not like you're doing if now it, it is a bit different if you're doing like some sort of racist caricature of like a Romani person or of like you know a southern voodoo queen. I don't mess with voodoo because they are harnessing powers that are way beyond my pay grade. Yeah. They, I have the utmost respect for them, but I could never do what they do. I was um I I just I was in an English class that um it's like about travel and our first paper had to be mm-hmm. about Haiti. Cool. And Haiti is like the origin of voodoo, mm-hmm. and we learned about that stuff and like the whole idea of like the witch doctors and the mm-hmm. um, uh, like the like actual zombies. That's terrifying. Oh yeah, 
I uh, oh yeah. I don't know. That's that's scary. I don't want to mess around with voodoo people. Yeah. So I don't know if you're gonna dress up like some sort of stereotypical witch. Just don't be racist about it, and I think you're good. True. Yeah. That's just, general. You know, problem, stick, stick with the green skin and the big hats. Exactly. <laughs> A little Wizard of Oz. There's no harm in that. Um, have you ever listened to the band The Cult? <laughs> I do not believe I have. Really? I, I don't know. The Cult is a fantastic band. They're mm-hmm. actually one of my favorites. They uh, this, is, this is a question surrounding their second album that debuted in 1985 under the name Love. Mm-hmm. Um, and Prout Rebecca on... Twitter would like to know what do the symbols on the 1985 album Love mean? Well, this is the first time that I am looking at this album art. It looks like Egyptian uh, pantheon stuff. They... It looked like like hieroglyphics and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I am personally not well versed in the Egyptian pantheon beyond like the Rick Riordan books. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. So I, I honestly could not tell you. It looks pretty cool though. I looking at it, it's it's interesting because there there are things on here that don't really make sense together. Is one of them a UFO in like the top that, right corner. I think that kind of looks like a UFO. I think it's a rain cloud. Oh. Okay. Let me see if I can pull up. Cult. Oops. Cult love. Uh, album. I think. It is most likely just a stylized, um, like, little pictogram stylized to look like Egyptian hieroglyphics and to look like yeah. ancient Egyptian stuff, which is cool. But Let's see if I can zoom in on there. So that's, a, like, it looks like wind. Yeah. Maybe some, like, snowflakes. Maybe. Um, I don't really know what that one is. That one's just kind of like a funky Y. That looks yeah. like a rain cloud. Yeah, um, I have no. I have no idea if any of these are real hieroglyphics, but I think that one is. The, I think the, that one the is falcon. Yes, and then the that's hand. That's a real one. Those I think are real ones. Um, but one. I, this is actually. Um, no one could ever translate what these uh, symbols mean. Like when I saw that question, I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's an interesting question." Interesting. I looked into it because I was thinking, like, maybe if we. F- Maybe, like, if she doesn't know, then I can, like, look it up and then we yeah. can talk about it. I do not know. There, it was, like, a mystery. No one could oh, ever really? figure out what those symbols meant. Hmm. So, yeah, go cool. listen to The Cult. They're a great band. Um, specifically, the song Rain. It's very chill. Cool. Um, Put it on my playlist. What someone asked named At Something Ya, uh, okay. what are your thoughts on the collective unconscious? I'm not overly familiar with that term. I don't I don't know what it is either. Um, let's do a little quick googling here. Google search. Please, I don't I don't know what what that means. I probably am familiar with the concept, but I just don't know what that mean, that term means. Collective unconscious refers to structures of the unconscious mind which are shared among beings of the same species. Oh. It is a term coined by Carl Jung. Okay, I have actually, I think I have heard of this, just the concept of, like... A shared yeah consciousness? I like to believe in that. I'm not sure how much I think that it's true, 
But I really like that concept. I read this really good um, short story a really long time ago mm -hmm. that was sort of centered around that. And it was this sort of reincarnation story about how this person kept getting reincarnated as every single like living person throughout yeah. history. Yeah. And it was all just like they were basically a god in development, but to become that yeah. was it the egg? I yeah. Yes, yes. Okay. I did. I, I read that too. That I yeah. I thought that was so fascinating. I like that concept. It's cause like there's like one god and I think it actually has connections to um like Hinduism ideology. Okay. Um but it's not like specifically what they are because Hinduism is very big in um, reincarnation. Yes. But this is like a kind of like a separate idea of yeah. reincarnation. I always thought that was fascinating. Yeah, I absolutely love that idea, and I I you know I don't know enough about it to really have an opinion on it, but I think it would be fantastic if that was true, mm -hmm. and I think that that way of thinking can help us to you know be more empathetic towards one another which is something that you know we always need i agree i think um, when i after i read that i was like it, it became easier to put myself in their shoes because mm -hmm. it was like well what if that was me it could actually be me just in exactly. another life exactly which is fascinating but that would also mean that you would have to have lived through the lives of some of the most terrible people ever yep you know um Adolf Hitler yeah. and Mussolini mm. and Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Um, but it it's it's a it's wild. I think that it's a really cool idea. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. glad that we I looked like into that. that. Thank you for that question. Cool. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, Cranberry underscore lad would like to understand how would I join the witchhood. I, and then I remember I didn't put it on there, but he did actually say that he wants to become a warlock. Yes. Okay, Cranberry Lad. Um, you want to be in the witch hood? You're in it. You did it. Good job. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yay! No, but um, <laughs> one of the things that really drew me to Wicca as a religion and as someone who grew up with a pseudo-Catholic upbringing that was kind of abandoned when I was a child... Mm. Um, <laughs> so, it, yeah, it didn't really stick. Um, I really, Wicca is uh, a very individualistic practice. You can do it all on your own. You don't have to go to a specific place or, you know, practice at a specific time. You honestly don't even have to celebrate the holidays. You don't have to if you don't want to, or you can celebrate them in your own way, hmm. um, which is one of the things that I like about it. You can kind of structure it however you want. Cool. Uh, if you want to join a coven... Uh, or start a coven, you can absolutely do that. All you have to do is find a couple of other like-minded uh, Wiccas or, or witches or pagans and be like, hey, let's start a coven. And then <laughs> meet and do things. That's really all there is to it. Some structures get a little bit more complicated, and I know there are like big covens that have like nationwide influence. Wow, and they, really? Yeah, they have like chapters and stuff like all across huh. the country. That's awesome. Um, so that's a thing if you're interested in that. But um, honestly, I think you can do it on your own. And if you're like me and you're someone who does like to do this sort of thing socially, like I, you know, got into this because of my friends. Mm -hmm. And here I've had people, you know, I talk about it pretty openly and I've had people come to me and be like, hey, so how, how do I, how can does I, one do can this? Can I get in on that? Yeah. 
Um, we don't, I think it's fascinating. It is fascinating. Uh, we don't seek to convert people. Mm-hmm. Um, our friend was getting mad at that's... me the other day because I joked about converting people. <laughs> um, but that's sort of one of the things. We don't convert anybody. We're not, you know, Which seeking friend? to do that. Allie. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she was, like, joking, but, um, <laughs> yeah, she was, like... You're a bad Wicca. We're not supposed to convert people. And I'm like, I know, but I keep talking about it. And then I have people, like, it's been no, every yeah. other if, month come to me and be they, like, hey. That's that's really cool. There's a lot uh, just from that answer that I'd like to expand upon. Mm-hmm. Um, first thing is you mentioned uh, paganism. Is Wicca the same thing as paganism? Paganism uh, is more related to worship of... Uh, pantheons that are pretty much considered dead, but oh. they're really not. Hmm. Like, um, there's like the Norse pantheon, there's uh, um, ancient Egyptian stuff, you can get into the Greek gods and goddesses, all that. Through um, my, through being on Twitter, I've, I've actually yeah. met people that do still worship yes. um, the, like, the Egyptian gods, and I forget yeah. the actual name of it, but there is like a name um, mm-hmm. for the Egyptian gods. Yes. Um, yeah. And that's kind of like, it's not just called like Egyptian mythology. Yeah. It's like kind of like Christianity or Judaism. Yes. Like there's a set name for it. Any world religion that you think is dead is not. There right. is someone out there somewhere mm-hmm. who is still doing all these things and is still practicing because it's been passed down uh, to them through the generations. I think those religions are fascinating. Because Absolutely. very often they're the least problematic. <laughs> that is also true. You tend to get problems when religion gets organized. Like, yeah. Yeah, like... That's there, just how it be. You know, in the Bible, there's nowhere that says that you have to go to church. Yeah. It says that on the seventh day, you're supposed to rest. Yeah. And unless you have a church in your house, then you are breaking the rules. Yeah. Like, literally one of the first rules laid out in the Bible. Um, so, I, that was that was interesting. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Are you a part of a coven? Uh, at this current moment, kind of, um, it's a little bit more of a joke. I have two friends from back home who go to school in Philadelphia right now, um, and they are also, they're starting to kind of get into the craft, like, a little bit, not Mm. as much as me, but they're, you know, they're getting into it, and I told them, I'm like, if you guys are still interested in this, over the summer, we will, we can form a coven, we can start having, like, meetings and stuff, and we're gonna call ourselves the Easy Bake Coven. Because <laughs> um, it's fun. That's a fantastic name. Yes, and I am also kind of considering starting one here because I now have had multiple people approach me and be and ex- express interest. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if I can like help someone on that path, or if we can just you know meet up and discuss like mm-hmm. a witchy book club, I'm I'm down. Do you, in your own uh, opinion, being in Wicca would believing in god interfere with someone's um involvement in wicca nope okay not at all um because wicca centers around the concept of the god and goddess energy Mm. and so it's just these two beings uh that represent different facets of like the human experience um the goddess energy is the one that wicca tends to focus on a little bit more it's Mm -hmm. a little more female centered but the god entity is just as important in his own way Mm -hmm. um and 
that is why Wicca and uh, paganism kind of can go hand in hand very well mm -hmm. because a lot of uh, people who are like pagan and Wicca uh, and they worship like some sort of god or goddess in a pantheon they, they see that less as like an actual being and more as just a facet of the god or goddess energy so mm -hmm. you know when you're praying to like Thor or somebody hmm. you're not necessarily praying to a person named Thor who is out there somewhere and is going to hear you but you're you know trying to channel whatever Thor represents to you hmm. and so there are people who believe in angels and guardian angels there hmm. are people who are Christian and still identify with Wicca and witchcraft so you can absolutely do both that's one of the things that I really love about it is that in its own way it kind of is a build your own religion that's um, really cool because, like, I know plenty of people that have left Christianity mm -hmm. because they don't find they like they think that Christianity is too conforming yeah. and it's very strict and rigid. Yes. And I grew up in a church where that was not the case. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up as a Presbyterian. I still identify as a Presbyterian. Mm -hmm. I believe in God, and you know trinity and whatever mm -hmm. but i don't believe that the bible is um a word for word instruction pamphlet mm -hmm. about what <laughs> god is about because one it contradicts itself oh yeah two it is broken in christianity is broken into way too many denominations for yeah. everyone to be right mm -hmm. um and i don't want to write off god yeah um because it it honestly gives me comfort mm -hmm. um and even if i'm wrong about it i'm i'm comfortable in my belief and my faith mm -hmm. but i do find that you know the earth and life and, and like animals and people that it's all connected mm -hmm. and so i think that's why i'm like so interested in wicca because mm -hmm. there's like there's so much of that and it feels like it's like I really like that term, the build your own religion, because yeah. that's that's what it feels like. And I, I really like that. I think we're going to have to explore a little more yeah, into it. Religious Build-A-Bear, um, <laughs> which it, it can make the process of sort of figuring out where you stand a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. And that's why, for me, there are still a lot of, like, our friend Allie um, comes to me and asks me a lot of questions because she's just starting to get into this. Mm -hmm. I don't have answers for her on all of it. I'm like, I don't know, you're going to have to Google that one, <laughs> because I am still sort of figuring out what I believe and what I don't or what I'm willing to like consider mm -hmm. because it really because it's not structured in mm -hmm. any sort of institution unless you choose to join one you can just practice on your own and just believe what you believe and I that's really what I love about it that's awesome I don't like being told what to do <laughs> so <laughs> that's totally this fair this is a little bit more my speed um so that was that that was a lot yeah. Um, that was a lot to talk about just Good out of job. one question. Thank Cranberry you, lad. Cranberry Lad. What a lad. Um, <laughs> um, oh, I jumped. Where's uh -oh. the thing? Go back. It, uh, oh, wait. Go Wrong back. one. Go back. It's that one. There you go. Okay. Um, this next one is from Mr. Underscore Riddle Zero. Okay. And it says, can you turn me into anything but a human? I'm going to go back to the lottery question on this one. If I could turn people into anything but a human, would I be a person with student debt? No! no. I would be a snapping turtle. I want... 
Why specifically a snapping turtle? Because I want to live in a lake, and if people come near me, you can just bite their toe off. That's fair. That's, so, that's, yeah. that's They have a good defense mechanism. They really do. They are They're brutal little beasts. Yeah. I love them. I would be a moose. Oh, you'd be a moose? Moose are my favorite animals. They're so big. They're However huge. big you think a moose is, it's always bigger. Did I ever um, show you the video I actually got to meet a moose? No. Like two summers ago? I was so excited. Because they're, awesome. like, they're like my favorite animal. So they're big boys. They are. They were huge. And they were like young too, oh. but they were, they were massive. Like they were mm-hmm. at least eight feet tall. Cool. And I was like... I, like, put my hand through the fence, and its nose, like, came right up against my hand. I was like, I'm in heaven. So um, What is your favorite spell from fiction, says at ya boy Luca? Well, ya boy Luca, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good one. Um, I feel like just some pretty much anything from Harry Potter because those are just dead useful. Um, I don't know. I'm, on a, I'm currently in the midst of yet another D&D kick so mm. I could name a couple ones that are very useful as a, you know, fictional warlock. <laughs> I don't know. Shatter was pretty cool when I used Shatter it the was, other night. Yeah, Shatter is an awesome oh, spell. so helpful. I, I think that there is like... Um, so much to <laughs> we have visitors outside our window waving at us mm-hmm. um it, from like harry potter i love like the um what was it what did hermione do um was it trificus totalis trificus totalis yeah, so, yeah, yeah it was like a body bind spell yeah that just like petrifies neville in the yeah. in the chamber of secrets uh, no, or that was in the first. No, yeah, that was the first or one. Philosopher's Stone yes. for my international listeners. Um, Basically, anyone who's not American. <laughs> apparently, we can't grasp the concept of the philosopher. Of a philosopher. <laughs> God forbid we think in this country. Um, <laughs> um, I really love that. In terms of D and D, I really love Hellish Rebuke. I know. I, I miss mean, using it because my my tiefling is dead. I know. Um, R.I.P. Oriana. She was a gem. And even she when was. she came back to life, she wasn't a tiefling, so she couldn't use Hellish Rebuke. It wasn't quite the same. But, she was back in business, but it wasn't quite the same. Yeah. But it's okay. I like my new character, Navara. She's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So. Cool. Uh, I think this might be the last. No, second, third to last. Okay. Um, this is from at I'm Andrew Sean. How is my great granddad? <laughs> a good question (laughs) (laughs) is is necromancy and talking to the dead a part of wicca uh it can be if you want it to uh Mm. it was for me uh this past super bowl sunday that's what my friends and i did oh right you Uh, went to the mansion yeah Yeah. uh on our very haunted (laughs) campus uh my friends and i took a ouija board out and uh if you do not know what you're doing with a ouija board don't i only went because (laughs) i was with two my two witch friends, experienced Hannah and Kylie. People. Yes, they're very experienced. They both live with spirits in their house. They they have used this thing before. They know what they're doing. And mm-hmm. we took a lot of precautions. Hmm. And that is the only reason that I went with them and that we did what we did. Um, so, I don't know. You could ask a medium. That's just <laughs> not me. <laughs> and I don't have a Ouija board with me. I, I also refuse to own one. Really? Because one... Because once you have it, um, it's yours. You can't get rid of it. If you get rid of it, that's bad luck. Hmm. And whatever you talk to, you can accidentally. I, I, I 
I, I think the idea of a Ouija board is fascinating, mm-hmm. but I just don't really think that I can get behind something that can talk to the dead that is made by Hasbro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I totally get that. And I'm sure that it comes from a, like, I, I don't know how old Ouija boards are, but I'm sure that they were, like, created. 1800s? Yeah. Mid so... to late 1800s. There was a period uh, in the Victorian era where... You know, going to seek out a medium or going to a seance was a pretty popular form of entertainment for a lot of, like, upper-class people. It was hmm. just fun. Hmm. Um, Interesting. <laughs> and so they did it, and so that was kind of when the Ouija, use of a Ouija board became popularized. And then, I forget the name of the guy who patented it, but then he started William selling Ouija. them. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> I don't know. But, like, the practice has been around for... A bazillion years, like that sort of style of divination. So the people around. that make Transformers and My Little Pony decided, hey, let's let's steal this idea. Yep. And then make money off of it. Yes, they did. Because capitalism. More like capitalism. Um, <laughs> this next question is from at TGNLNV. Uh, do you need an aspirin after listening to Trump talk? I need a drink after listening to Trump <laughs> talk. <laughs> I, oh, yes. Pretty yeah. much. I make a point of avoiding it at this point. I pretty much only get things from secondhand sources. Whenever my brother tries to show me videos of him saying stupid things, I will not watch it because his voice just grates on me. <laughs> and I can't comprehend his existence. Yeah, and, yeah. It's, a, it's a little strange. Yeah, it's terrifying and I hate it. <laughs> um, this next... Uh, question is the last question from Jade George 05 mm-hmm. would you actually practice modern day witchcraft I have. and if you can can you explain what that would entail I have um, I have done on occasion just um, some pretty basic cleansing rituals uh, pretty basic banishment spells um, just to help uh, deal with some of the uh, stress and anxiety that you know, we all go through um, specific problems that I've been having. Mm-hmm. I actually did my first, like, real, like, banishment uh, spell bag this summer with oh, my yeah? best friend. It was very exciting um, because there's a certain individual uh, whom I will not name who I was having <laughs> to spend significantly more time with than I cared to mm-hmm. because we have all of the same friends and this person was annoying me and I just... Because of how our living situations are this this year uh, mm-hmm. at school, I knew that I was probably going to be around them a lot, and I said, "Nope, we're not doing that." Um, <laughs> so <laughs> what I did was I it was kind of my own homebrew uh, spell. I took a bunch of uh, herbs that are usually used to banish like bad spirits and bad energies, okay. and I mixed all those up and uh, threw in some rose petals because I still want to, you know, I didn't want to, like, I didn't want, you know, me and this person to have any animosity between us. You know, I wasn't looking for an opportunity to tell them off and be like, get out of my life. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, as much as I would have liked to at certain points, we have all the same friends and that would not work. Um, So I just still wanted us to have, like, a friendly relationship. Um, so I stuck all of those in a little uh, satchel that I, I stitched myself. And mm-hmm. then um, me and my, my friend was having a similar situation, so we did them together. Hmm. And then we bound it up with uh, some black thread, 
sealed it with wax, and then uh, buried it out in the woods away from our house. Hmm. And you know what? It worked. Hmm. It freaking worked. That's fascinating. It's fantastic because I almost never see this person, and when I do, it's fine. They're not annoying me nearly as much as they did last year, <laughs> and it feels great. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's I would really suggest cool. that. I would just, you know, be careful and make sure that, you know, the intentions that you're putting into it are pure. And it's not like, oh, I, I want this person, you know, I'm to suffer. Ban- banish them to the shadow realm. Yeah, no, it wasn't anything like that. <laughs> I'm just like, I want you to do what you're doing and have your life and just a little away from me. Like, just a little <laughs> bit over there. That's awesome. And it worked. Um, that's it for the community questions from the Pretty Parasites. Um, next... You mentioned it earlier. Yes. I previously thought it was tarot, but then you pronounce it as tarot. Tarot. So that that's the print. That's the actual pronunciation uh, for it. I mean, as far as I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> if it if it is tarot, that's news to me. But uh, <laughs> I think so. Now that now that you've said it, I'm questioning myself. But no, it, yeah, it's tarot. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, can you explain how that works? So I have my deck here. Mm-hmm. Um, basically. What you do, you can pick the kind of uh, spread that you want to do. Mm-hmm. You can either ask specific questions about a problem or, or issue that you're having, or you can do what I usually like to do, which is just a more general, hey, what's my immediate future looking like? Cool. Um, and so you are just asking uh, the universe or, or any deity that you want to pray to to um, guide you in this matter, and then you put your hand over the cards and just sort of feel it out. And then select them, and then you usually like arrange them in a certain way. So it's like the things that you picked for certain things like go different places just to organize it. So it's kind of like like you close your eyes, and then like the hand of the deity like guides you to where it's supposed to go. In theory, yeah. That's cool. I really like that. Yeah. Do you know what the origin of that is? I have no clue. Yeah. I'm really not (laughs) sure. Um, I think like some iteration of tarot or you know that type of divination has been around for like a bazillion years probably as long as religion but you know in terms of what we think of as the modern tarot deck uh all like the major and minor arcana cards i'm not super familiar with their history but um cool i think it's pretty european but i don't know makes sense if it's actually pronounced like tarot then it, it probably has like some sort of like french uh origin maybe Who's to uh, say? <laughs> Not um, me. Can you do a tarot reading for me? Yes, I can. Here we go. This is a... I was going to say it's live, but this no. is recording on Tuesday and Close it comes enough. out. I'm. Would I be able to take a picture of the cards that are selected Absolutely. so that I can show yeah. uh, my followers what's I, going on? Yeah, I take pictures of pretty much all the spreads that I do. Um, I write them down and try to interpret them um, in my little... Uh, notebook so that way I can go back I periodically will just go back to them and see if you know it, anything is put in perspective for me okay. but I just take a picture because it's easier than copying it down in the moment so I have like a bunch of just old ones that I have not touched just sitting on my camera roll that's awesome which is fun this might not be super accurate I'm meaning to get another deck mm-hmm. because you are supposed to if you do readings for other people frequently you're supposed to have a deck for yourself and then a deck for other people so okay. that way you don't like mix their energies and i have not cleansed these in a hot minute that's okay so but yeah we'll find out so basically you do most of the work really i'm just here to facilitate so 
I have like this it's like travel size they're usually like not it. this yeah. little it's, it's a little tiny I like, yeah, it's like hand little. size I like it yeah and it just it makes it easier to like carry them around and stuff and <laughs> so I have it on the DL one time some I was hanging out with Maria and she was like oh yeah you should do a reading for me sometime and I was like I have it right here in my bag <laughs> <laughs> and so we did a reading um, that's so awesome. you me you shuffle these and do you want to just do I'll like a basic them. past present future or do you want to do like something specific um I like the past, present, future type of yeah, thing. That's usually what I go for. I'm really terrible yep. at shuffling cards, that's okay. but that's fine. Just shuffle it, and as you shuffle, okay. I want you to think to yourself about, you know, if you have any, like, a, an area of focus. Like, sometimes I'll do, like, my love life. Sometimes I'll do my career. Okay. Um, sometimes I'll do school. Ooh, uh, or you can just do very general. I have something perfect. Okay, perfect. Then think on that as you're shuffling, and then shuffle until you feel like you're done. Put these together and then it'll okay. be nice and shuffled okay all right so cards have been shuffled they have been shuffled good for job my, for my listeners <laughs> okay um and now it might be a little hard with this desk space but if you want to okay. just spread them out okay it might not be pretty but that's okay it takes a really long time to get it so you do it nice and pretty every time Easy. Just like there. there we go push the table together yes so i put it there yes you just want to we'll spread them the, so the that nice way little... every card, like there's at least a little bit of it on the surface. So that way you can like touch every card as you need to. Okay. Okay. Looking good. Okay. Good. Looking good. Okay. Are you lefty or righty? I am a righty. All right. Use your left hand. Oh, God. Um, and Do I have to close my eyes? You don't have to. You can if it helps I, you focus. I want to. It'll okay. You can focus. close your eyes. Um, and now I want you to really focus and concentrate on whatever it is you're thinking about for your past and select a card. You can take as long as you need. If you feel drawn a specific direction, then just follow that instinct. That one. Okay. Should I look at it? Not yet. Okay, so I'll put that there. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do I do this for the present now? Yep. Oh. That's okay. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I just... Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll do one more for the future. Yes. This is what I need. Setting is enough. Just follow your physical impulse. I like that. Cool. All right. So we have three. I will... Yes. I'm going to take a picture of this real Good quick just job. so people can take a gander. A gander. And, and see what is going on here okay i got this lovely deck on etsy you can see these um <laughs> you can see these pictures on twitter there will be a thread of everything that we have done today so go check that out all cool. right okay so for your past you have here the seven of stars for your present you have the knight of wands and for your future you have the king of cups so initially what i immediately noticed is these are all minor arcana cards okay so that means that this is stuff that is within your control with the major oh. arcana, that's things like death, the fool, uh, justice. That's like, if the universe has decided to screw you, the universe has decided to screw you. And that's what that means. That is like powers that are beyond your control and all you can control is your reaction. Golly. <laughs> but this is stuff that is in your control. Okay. Um, so we're going to use my handy dandy little cheat sheet. Um, like that. It's like a little like instruction manual. Yeah, it's so cute, right? Um <laughs> So we start off with a lovely seven of stars. So seven, the number, refers to patience, uh, knowledge. Um, it refers to solutions that might not be action, 
you have to defend and understand the consequences of your past actions. The seven of stars specifically is patience after hard work or waiting for seeds to sow. And I don't know what you were thinking about uh, or what you were focusing on, but does that ring true to you at all? Kind of. Okay. Yeah, so it's like I, I was thinking about um, like being away from my family mm-hmm. um, in the past and how I've uh, been able to uh, deal with that. Um, so what did it say? It's like about patience and yes, stuff? Yes, patience after hard work. Okay. Okay, cool. Because I was like, I was thinking about like, um, I, I'm, you know, in college mm-hmm. now. So I'm like constantly trying to do hard work and yes. um, trying to do well. And um, mm-hmm. But I, I do miss my family. Yeah. And so I'm kind of thinking about like, going home and stuff like that so yeah cool so for your present we have the knight of wands so the knight in general searches for adventure movement and discovery it's the spirit of a teenager invulnerable and untouchable the knight of wands specifically uh is intuition and action strength and positivity okay cool you've been you've been feeling that in your present yeah actually yeah i um i i i've been I'm thinking about studying abroad, and I find that out next week. Oh, you find out next week? Yes. Oh, that's exciting. So, I hope you get to go. Thank you. Um, I, I've been... Today, actually, despite the rain, has been a pretty good day. Mm-hmm. Um, and yesterday was not that great of a day. Oh. But today, I've been feeling, like, very happy. Yeah. And, like, I, I feel like I did good on my midterm Mm -hmm. i finished a video that's going to be coming out in a couple hours go look at that um and that was like stressing me out for so long Mm -hmm. so like i finally finished it i'm really happy and i took the first nap that i've been able to take (laughs) since like last month oh that's fantastic so i was able to just like lay down in my bed and fall asleep for like two hours it was fantastic so, Good. Yeah. That's awesome. I feel like this specifically, yeah, it probably is related to your study abroad mm-hmm. because that's adventure, baby. Yeah, that's that's um that was kind of like the overbearing thing, like being away mm-hmm. from my family. If I do study abroad in England, then mm-hmm. I'll be gone for three and a half months. Yeah. Um, so that was like, you know, the overbearing thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh then lastly for your future, we have the King of Cups. So the qu- the king in general. Uh, is about outward control, the face we wear to command the forces that shape our lives. The king is brimming with energy, motivation, and influence. Okay. And so the king of cups specifically is provi- provider of love and fear, sea and land, ambivalence. Hmm. So I don't know what that means for you. Interesting. Um, what was it? It was like king of cups, the provider of love and fear, sea and land, and ambivalence? I don't know mm-hmm. what that means. Um, I, I, the the love thing is interesting. My, my one year anniversary is on Friday. That is true. So that, and, and that's the future card, so that's a couple days away. So mm-hmm. that's that's interesting. That's fair. This is, this is cool. This is, yeah. this is really fascinating. Mm-hmm. I, I think this is, um, it's like, it's not like too terribly specific. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like opening my mind to like 
the possibilities of what they could be. Mm-hmm. That's very cool. Yeah, that's okay. one of the things that I really love about tarot specifically is because, you know, do I personally think that the spirit of the goddess is inhabiting my body and controlling my left hand every single time I do this? Mm-hmm. I don't really think so. <laughs> but do I feel like it absolutely opens me up to new ways of thinking or can sometimes force me to confront maybe something I didn't want to admit to myself that I already kind of know? Yes. And so either way, it's dead useful if you're feeling a little bit lost or overwhelmed. Right. Definitely. That's awesome. Cool. Cool. Thank you for that. No problem. That was fun. Yeah. All right. So we'll we'll pack up your your cards real quick. This was very interesting. I know that at the end of the month, sometime in November, we're going to be trying to do like a fall fest. Oh, um, really? For the school. And we were thinking about having um, people doing tarot readings. I know some of the five sig girls um, were doing them out uh, just outside oh, cool. here a little while, and I actually went and got my cards read by one of them. Solid. Yeah, it was pretty much just like, you need to write more. It it was all stuff that I kind of know, but it 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 was a good reminder. It was a good reminder. Yeah. It was a good kick <laughs> in the pants. Her cards were kind of you know not yelling at me, but confronting me a little <laughs> bit and being like, get it together, do your job. And I'm like, all right, fine, <laughs> I'll earn my degree here. Um. So, d- typically for this podcast, what I like mm-hmm. to do is talk about things that have happened over the past week. Cool. Today has given me enough to talk about. Like, this is, this bullet point is literally trends happening on October 22nd, 2019. It is the strangest combination <laughs> of trends that I've ever seen on Twitter. Okay. The first being, Bill Taylor testified with opening statements that lasted for over an hour. Do you know who Bill Taylor is? I am not familiar. He is the United States ambassador to Ukraine. Okay. He knew about the whistleblower complaint and didn't say anything about it until it was brought to the public. Okay. So, and he's testifying against the president. Okay. But people are calling into question, like, it, it really felt like... His opening statement, I watched probably about 45 minutes of it because mm-hmm. I didn't have time to finish the whole thing. Yeah. It did seem sincere, mm-hmm. but it really just begs the question, like, why did he wait? The, the, the whistleblower was months ago. It was, like, over yeah. the summer. Um, mm-hmm. Why is it that he waited until now to say anything about it? I think people are just probably scared and probably wanted to wait to see what would happen to that first person somebody else is gonna say it exactly it's like "Mm, yeah just see but he hedge your bets a little bit and see what happens to that first guy before you decide to go out and say anything and there are four witnesses Mm -hmm. that are being called into uh question everything Mm -hmm. he is one of them three of the four all say that donald trump broke the law and it has impeachable uh, offenses, and the only one that didn't say anything works for the Department of Justice. Well, that's not shocking. Yeah, that's li- that yeah. literally that same sentence <laughs> like, is what everyone is saying. I mean, yeah, sounds about right to me. Yeah, the next uh, trend would be that there is a woman by the name of Grandma Winnie mm-hmm. who today celebrated her one hundredth birthday. And her only wish, and I quote, is to impeach that sucker. Me too, Winnie. I love her. The internet is blowing up. She was number <laughs> one on the trending page on Twitter because oh everyone loves that a hundred-year-old woman is going out and saying, we need to impeach that sucker. 
I have so much respect for older people who are willing to call him out because I think there is definitely a generational divide in how we tend to view politics, but there are definitely older people and like boomers who mm-hmm. are on our side here. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not fair to them to be like, oh, it's all the boomers. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, it's the rich boomers. It's yeah. the 1% that screwed it up for the rest of us but a lot of people still can see sense unfortunately they are some of the loudest voices which gives a a sad stigma i hate generalization um i i very rarely put blame on any one group of people Mm -hmm. i will have no problem with generalizing nazis or kkk members Mm -hmm. or people that are openly racist yeah um but, you know, I, I don't think that just because you are born in a certain generation that that makes you problematic. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the boomers actually did a lot of really great things for the United they States. They freaking did. Um, you know. It was boomers at Stonewall, you know. Yeah. It was boomers involved in the civil rights movement. Uh, definitely. Yeah, it they, was they, them. Boomers were some of the people that fought for the, you know, equal pay and mm-hmm. literally everything about, like women and african americans like the those were some of the most moving people Mm -hmm. um unfortunately now you know they are a lot of people in power but they're they come from lines of people who have always been in power exactly and this woman grandma winnie is actually part of what's known as the greatest generation they were the ones that all that they went out yeah. to World War II. Mm-hmm. So they're the generation before the boomers. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fascinating. Yeah. Because like she's a hundred years old and, you know, bless her heart, um, but you know, people don't really live yeah. even to one hundred. So the fact exactly. that she's like one hundred and still like angry about politics, mm-hmm. that's so awesome because a lot of people at that age are just like i'm just ready to go yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it kind of i like that it kind of flies in the face of you know the excuse that your parents give you when your racist grandparents come over Mm. oh you know they're from a different generation you know they're of an age whatever but i'm like no you don't have to adjust exactly i'm like grow up that means you went through some of the most influential cultural revolutions that this country has ever seen and you learn nothing that's what that means if you're still racist in 2019 like and that that's something that really frustrates me Um, i agree and so to you know have this hundred year old lady be like nah 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 man pull your stuff together you know get it together i'd love to see grandma winnie like walk up to trump and just like shake her finger at him yes (laughs) please someone make that happen get grandma winnie in front of trump um next probably the most um outstanding thing to happen and not in a great way oh. was uh I think his name is Sean Crowder maybe he's a um comedian slash like youtuber slash online personality I know who he is He no. No. Well, he Sorry. did he did something pretty fantastic today. Okay. He discovered that YouTube and Google were caught blocking Tulsi Gabbard's election ads in the United States for over 6 hours after the fourth Democratic debate. Oh, no. Yeah, and Gabbard is already suing them for something else. Mhm. That's interference with an American election. Yeah. That is big dangerous mega mega bad mega not legal (laughs) and like i'm not like a number one fan of gabbard i don't really have any problems with her i just don't think that she'll get it the strongest um but this could help her yeah honestly because you know 
there was the whole thing about Hillary accusing her of being groomed by the Russians and being a Russian asset. Mm-hmm. Um, and now Google is knowingly blocking their thing. There's a, mm-hmm. the, the reason that this popped up was because there is a hashtag that was like, it reached number two that uh-huh. was cra- hashtag Crowder exposes YouTube. Wow. And it was huge. Everyone was talking about it. And the way that he did it was he, um, he made he used a VPN to make his location appear that it was in a different country, mm-hmm. and then once he turned the VPN off, it showed that his oh. IP address was in the U.S. and none of the uh, ads were popping up. Jeez. So everyone was like, like freaking out. Like mm-hmm. there are certain politicians that are, and some of them aren't even politicians that they're they're clearly being favored. Mm-hmm. Um. Andrew Yang continues to be kicked off of um, MSNBC graphics. <laughs> like it, there was a there was a thing that said like cash on hand, and it was like the money that they had to spend to advance their campaign. Yeah. Um, Andrew Yang had like six and a half million dollars, mm-hmm. and he wasn't on there. But Cory Booker, who had four point uh, four point four billion or million dollars, was. So clearly, they're uh, trying to boot him off. And now we have Gabbard, who is literally, like, paying for these ad spaces, Mm -hmm. and they're not showing it in the country for the position that she's running for. That is dangerous. And I think that, you know, people are going to see her, like, fighting back. You know, there was the whole thing that she was going to boycott the debate. Mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton was uh, accusing her of being a Russian uh, asset, Mm -hmm. and which, you know... She's not exactly one to be making judgments about people. This um, is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, and now there's the whole YouTube and Google thing. I think it's going to push her up a little bit. It might, but honest, I, I don't know if it'll be enough to make a difference. But probably not. Probably but not, it, not, it, not at this point in the it'll, game. It'll get her voice heard a little more. That's definitely true. I mean, mainstream media just needs to generally stop clowning when it comes to all this nonsense. Agreed. I'm like, just stop, because people are going to find out. We live in an age where people will find out. Mm-hmm. And even though it might not be enough to cause any lasting harm to those platforms Mm -hmm. it is enough for people to start thinking twice i agree um there was a certain thing said today by the orange person in the white house Mm, where he's he compared his um impeachment proceedings to the lynching of african-americans First of all, no. I don't have anything um. <laughs> that I, I didn't add anything under that yeah. bullet on my po- on my script except for WTF. Yeah. Um. First of all, no. Uh. Second of all, uh, n- no. Third of all, no. Um. It's like, how can? Uh, Has anybody died? No. So calm down. First of all, I I I, just, I, I, I can't I, believe that you could. How could someone be so ignorant? Like that. Like, I, I don't even feel yeah, like he either. truly understands what ignorance is. I, yeah. Or, or what, what lynching is. Yeah. That it's, that is so repulsive that he mm-hmm. would compare the fact that he broke the law. Mm-hmm. He tried to interfere with um, uh, our elections with a foreign government. Mm-hmm. And he's comparing that to when people, specifically Mm African-Americans, 
would be murdered yep. because of the color of their skin. Exactly. You're going to compare you messing up and then getting called out on it, as you should be because you broke the law, mm-hmm. to you know stuff like the murder of Emmett Till, which to this day messes me up and makes me very upset I whenever I have to hear about it because he was a child who was kind of nice to a white woman in a store mm-hmm. and then died violently and horribly. Like, you really are going to sit here and make that comparison? Okay. I'm, there's, a, there's another account on Twitter whose name is... He's gone through many. He originally was the uh, son of God and man. He, he like, immacul- is immaculated? I, he, he gained about 127,000. Accumulated? Thousand, accumulated. There that's you it. go. He accumulated about 127,000 followers, mm-hmm. and then he got banned. Um, and now he owns an account called Cuck for Your Sins. I definitely follow that. Yep, <laughs> that's the he, one. He has the persona of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And he has, you know that, that meme where it's like, look at me, I'm the captain now. Yeah. He took that and put a MAGA hat on it, and then it says, look at me, I'm the victim now. Oh my god, Because yeah. it's like every... <laughs> I guess they're trying to... I don't know if they're, like, genuinely trying to make fun of um, victims mm-hmm. or if they actually feel like they're being attacked. Which, you know... I yeah. Think, yeah. We are. Because we're tired of it. Mm-hmm. We're tired of do- people doing this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know... He, he deserves to be treated like this. Yeah. Um, he deserves way worse... Than all of this. He's been doing illegal things since before the presidency, and he has continued to do illegal things since taking the presidency. Did you see that um, uh, the court subpoenaed his tax returns, and they they found three different returns for the same year on the same building? Yeah. That's not... No. That's illegal! You can't do that! That is tax fraud! Everything that he stands for should be, you know, burned. Mm-hmm. For a better, for a lack of better terms, it should be burned at the stake. Yeah. Yes, get please, him out. Good God. <laughs> oh my goodness, um, I just don't understand. On a more positive to note, uh, <laughs> note the last trend was that today, October twenty second, twenty nineteen, is National Nut Day. It's not even November yet. It's not. <laughs> no, we have to have all the nut now because next month is no nut November. Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay, we gotta. So corn nuts. Do you know anything about corn nuts? No. They're, they are a fantastic brand. Um, they make small little like they're like they're like nuts, but they're just like covered in like corn puff. Oh. They're really okay. good. I like them. That sounds tasty. They have like a but they're kind of like it. They, it's kind of like chips mixed with uh, cracker jack. Cool. I like it. It's, I can dig. They're really good. Um, corn nuts, please sponsor me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was really interested in figuring out why is there a National Nut Day? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> and I found it. Okay. The reason that there's a, there's a, like a really big paragraph. It'll be oh in goodness. the description below. Um, how to observe National Nut Day. To celebrate National Nut Day, have a snack consisting of raw nuts during the dry during the day, and try this mixed nut bars recipe. Cool. Use hashtag National Nut Day on uh, social media. Uh, Interesting. 
Oh, Liberation okay. Foods Company created National Nut Day as a way to advocate fair trade nuts and promote healthy living. Cool. I think that is one of the coolest holidays. There, <laughs> for nuts. There's very few holidays. I don't know if you know much about um, fair trade, but basically, you know how like in certain countries, like you can get away with like, um, like farming. And then selling the products for like soup, like huge yeah, amounts yeah, of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like inflating prices. And yeah. Stuff. So okay. fair trade is the people farming and producing are the ones getting the money for selling it in the United States. It's, Sounds good to me. Um, it's a way for like South Africa or South American mm-hmm. and um, Central American farmers mm-hmm. to they do it a lot with coffee. There's a lot of fair trade coffee yeah. out there. Um, it's a way for them to get, um, you know, their fair amount of money. Yeah. It's not like, you know, we're paying this farmer 16 cents a day so that he can go out and spend 14 hours mm-hmm. picking coffee beans. Exactly. Um, the, they're, they're getting like a substantial wage and, um, they're making like substantial money off of it, which is fantastic. I thought that was really, really cool that, um, that is what today represents, yeah. as well as healthy living. Because yeah, nuts, always good. Raw nuts are very, very good for you. They're very good for you. They're fantastic. So, um, we'll eat some peanuts. Last thing about that is what the hell is going on today that caused all of these random events to happen? I don't know. Maybe Mercury's in Gatorade or something. I really have no <laughs> freaking clue. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> I love that. There's just something in the water, man. It's just that kind of day. Um, let's see. Oh, wrong button. Uh-oh. Um, I have another section that I typically do called What Did He Do? And oh. it's it's the section where we talk about uh, Donald Trump and all of the stupid things that he's done over the last week. Gross. Um, but oddly enough, over the last week, he hasn't really done much. He, he d- Despite, you know, the whole lynching uh, fiasco Um, but it's been relatively quiet in comparison to the rest of the weeks of this year yeah Um, he did say earlier today that there is good news that will be coming out of Turkey Syria and the Middle East (sighs) okay I mean I and I I'm I, I, his definition of good news and my definition of good news are two very different things that's fair that's got me a little bit concerned yeah I don't know. I, I, I'm hoping that that's true. And I, I, I've been every day like praying for the Kurds. Yeah. I can't believe the terrible things that have happened to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, yeah, I don't really trust anything that he said. Yeah. Um, the final section of this is something that I like to call This Week in History. Ooh. Where we talk about the different fantastic things that have happened over the last couple centuries. Cool. Um, 1968, mm-hmm. Jacqueline Kennedy marries, um, Aristotle Onassis. That looks about right. Which, uh, gave her the name that she will be remembered for as Jackie O. Oh, cool. I, I thought that was interesting. I love, I love Jacqueline Kennedy. She was a fantastic first woman, first lady. She seemed like a real classy lady. She was. I, the earlier this year, Donald Trump compared Melania uh, to no. Jackie O, and I'm like, no, 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 and like I don't have anything against um, models or sex workers or anything, but Jackie yeah. O never, you know, 
Yeah. Posted, that. Post, yeah. She never she never, she never was that. that. She was very classy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even really have anything against Melania. I feel like she's trapped. She's she's just <laughs> along for the hell ride like the yeah. rest of us. Honestly, that poor woman. I know. Melania, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Maybe she was the whistleblower. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, please get him out of yeah, here. I know. It's like, I just want to go to sleep. I'm, honestly, I, I hope so. Um, 1977, a charter plane crashes in Mississippi, which killed three of the members of popular southern rock band Leonard Skinner, along with their assistant road manager and the, the pilot and co-pilot. Well, that did you know that? I did not know that. I always thought that was interesting because it's like, it it was really sad um, mm-hmm. because I think it was actually their youngest brother. There were three brothers oh. um, that what that I think it, currently the oldest brother is the mm-hmm. lead singer of Leonard yeah. Skinner, but it was their youngest brother that was the original singer, and he was oh. killed in the plane crash. So oh, that's sad. yeah, it it was that like. I listened to a rock radio station back at home. Mm-hmm. Shout out to 93.3 MMR. Go mm-hmm. check them out. Um, but they they typically do something uh, mm-hmm. to remember them around that time, yeah. which is really cool. That's cool. Um, taking it back about 500 years, cool. uh, the Pope names King Henry VIII the, uh, of England the Defender of Faith after defending the seven sacraments against Luther. Interesting. This just so happened to be five years before he broke England from the Catholic Church to marry his second wife, Anne Boleyn. Which, uh-huh. Anne Boleyn is my favorite of his wives. Um, yes. I thought that she was an absolute queen, uh, literally. Yes. And figuratively. Um and it, I just, I wanted to include that because, like, the Pope was like, ah, you are a defender of the faith. Mm-hmm. And then five years later, he was, he like, was nope. like, I want to marry this chick. I'm going to take my country mm-hmm. and take it away from Catholic, well, uh, Catholicism. A lot of people think that she was a witch. Oh, yeah? Yeah. There, I love that. Because um, apparently her, and I think her mother, I don't remember, mm-hmm. were involved in just, like, a little bit of minor spellcraft and a lot of people think you know it was a very popular opinion because you know henry the eighth leaving the catholic church was not a popular decision by any means amongst yeah. everybody <laughs> so a lot of english nobles thought that she bewitched him really and got him to stray from the faith that's and that it was all her fault and they were very happy when she got beheaded wow yeah that's fascinating i had no idea about that mm-hmm. see everything's tying together tied together i love that um you are a English major? Creative writing. Creative writing. Which is slightly more useless than an English major, <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> well, that's perfect because this is about, this is also some creative writing. 1940, Ernest Hemingway's novel For Whom the Bell Tolls is published. Oh, I love Ernest Hemingway. I haven't yeah. read For Whom the Bell Tolls. It's on my list. I haven't list. either, and I want to read it. But I find Ernest Hemingway to be one of the most fascinating people in all of American He's history. He's weird. Like, <laughs> oh my god. If you his, his books make sense because you're reading them sometimes and I'm like, this is really interesting literature, but like, what kind of crack were you on where this is what you wrote? And then you learn about his life and you go, oh, see, that makes sense. Did you know that he was involved in two plane crashes within 24 hours? Yes. I, if you haven't listened to... Randy Feltface 
explaining the life and times of Ernest Hemingway, go look it up on YouTube. Like, pause this. Go watch that. It's hilarious. I'll show it to you. But it's, Please do. This I guy was know. crazy. Um, he spent most of the 1940s working for the KGB. Fun. Yeah, so, like, J. Edgar Hoover personally opened a file on him. <laughs> Because... Ernie, what are you doing, man? <laughs> um, going back a little farther in 1836, the match is patented. That's helpful. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That's so much life of starting fire and arsony. Yeah, exactly. Uh... <laughs> good times, good times. Good times. Thank you to whoever patented the match. Yeah. It, it was... It's not something it... you would think would have to be patented. Like, there's a lot of modern appliances that were patented so long ago that you don't even think about that but mm -hmm. it's like wow someone really had to go and file to make matches with um with copyright law it's if you create it like the the patent is the design and name of that thing mm -hmm. so originally it was that one shape of the match and it was called matches mm -hmm. after the um the the person owning the patent has been dead for I think twenty years. Yeah, it anyone can do that. Yep. So um, that's why Disney is so able to get all of their source material from other things because because they're like the the Grimm Adventures have not Grimm Adventures but the the, the Tales Brothers of Brothers Grimm, Grimm. Yep. have they've been dead for like four hundred years now. Yep. So yep. in the next couple of years. I will finally be able to uh, publish and make money from Great Gatsby fanfiction, and I am greatly looking forward to that day. <laughs> Have I written any? No. But do I plan on it? Absolutely, It's, it's yes. on the way. Oh, be on, my goodness. Be on the lookout for it. Mm -hmm. um, 1916, 103 years ago, Henry Ford awards equal pay to women. Rock on, Henry Ford. Henry Ford was famous for um, being, like, fairly treating all of his workers. Okay. Which is, it's that's like so cool. I, yeah. I, I wonder what Henry Ford would think about today. It, like think about how his company is being run today. I have no idea. I don't really know how Ford is being run today. I don't know anything about mm. that. They're like, I know their trucks are kind of blah. Yeah. Although there's a new Bronco coming out, and I really like the Bronco. Oh okay. So I'm I'm waiting for that. My dad wants to get one, so I've been hearing about it forever. Yeah, I had to drive a lot of pickup trucks this summer for work, and my favorites oh, yeah. were the Ram pickup trucks. I just like they're them. fun. They're fun to drive. They're fun to drive. They're they're, they're big and heavy. Uh huh. Yeah. I I love really fun. I love when driving something and it feels heavy. Yeah. Like I drive a two thousand two Monte Carlo, so it's a steel body and everything is heavy. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and it was like it was before cars really translated to like carbon fiber and mm -hmm. plastics and stuff yeah. like that um and it it was very it, it's very fun to drive and my parents they drive like a 2008 ford focus and a 2008 toyota rav4 mm -hmm. so even though the rav is like an suv it's still lighter than my car because yeah. it's bigger it's taller mine's very close to the ground yeah. So when I'm driving it, like I barely touch the pedal just because I feel like I'm like it just goes. It's like ah. <laughs> um, last fact. We'll finish it off with this. 1960, Martin Luther King Jr. is sentenced to four months in jail for a sit-in. Is that when he was in Birmingham? I think so. Rock and roll. That's what honestly goals. We need <laughs> we need more people like Martin Luther King Jr. We just need more people who are willing to do a little bit of civil disobedience because. Mm. 
you know, if you're willing to accept the consequences, then go for it. I mean, my mom made a rule a long time ago. She's like, if you ever get arrested, I will bail you out the morning before they go to take you to county. Unless it is for, like, civil disobedience or something. Mm -hmm. Because she's like, you get a pass on that. (laughs) Because she's like, I don't care about those rules. She was like, that is what people like MLK would have wanted. Yeah. So she's like, that Definitely. that's fine. But she's like, if not, you're spending the night in jail. And there, I said, okay. <laughs> there are people that will be arrested for like peaceful protest. There are people who are arrested outside um the ICE detention centers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. People like there's one in Elizabeth, New really? Jersey, which is not too far no. and right near the IKEA, which is very upsetting to think about an ICE detention center anywhere near IKEA because IKEA is such a sacred place. Right. Um. <laughs> Replace all ICE detention centers with Ikeas. Yes. Everyone will be happier. <laughs> we will all have better furniture. <laughs> I, I really... I, I... You know, when my original account got banned, mm-hmm. it was because I made a comic about ICE. Oh? It Like, it had the um, Department of Homeland Security logo. Mm-hmm. It had Donald Trump. And it had... Um, there was another thing, and it was like in a, and it was in front of an army of like MAGA people, mm-hmm. and oh, it was the Flat Earth Society. <laughs> yeah. And I, I made that joke, and then I got banned for it, and I was, I, I that so irritated me. You have to send me the forbidden comic then, because now, right. now I want to, now I want to look at it. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, okay, <laughs> forbidden content. Yeah. The there's um I made a comic about how I got banned for that comic. Luckily, I haven't uh, gotten banned for that for that one. For that one, but it's kind of meta. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that that brings us to the end of this. This has been like the longest podcast that I've recorded yet. We've I just had a that lot of a compliment. Yes, definitely. We've had a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Thank and, you for having me. And this talking. Was fun. This was a lot of fun. I, I'm sure that um, there's going to be a million more questions that come from the community. The yeah. pretty parasites. So yes, of we, course. we might have to have you back on sometime. Absolutely. I would love that. It's awesome. Really fun. Cool. Well, uh, is there anything that you'd like to plug towards the end of this? I don't know, man. Inspire some people to do things? Um, plant a tree. Be nice to somebody who. Yes. Maybe you're annoyed with because honestly, you have probably also been that person annoying somebody. Mm-hmm. So just try to, I don't know, throw a little compassion in the world. And if you can, take a nap. Nobody likes burning out. Big mood. Awesome. So that's all I got. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If, uh, if you're interested, remember go to the Mother Guy merch store, there will be a link below. And keep an eye on the videos coming out later today talking about trees. Trees. Yay. All right. Thank you all for listening. And I will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.